Today is Tuesday, May 26th, the 147th day of the year. There are 219 days remaining in 2020. This is the podcast, Larry's Log, and I'm Larry Lannon. Today is the birthday of a Danish crown prince, Frederick Andre Heinrich Christian. Also, today is Mother's Day in Poland. I hope everyone enjoyed the Memorial Day holiday weekend and stayed safe, practicing good sense and social distancing and following the general medical guidelines. Here is the first log entry tonight. It is hard to see something with so much good and so much evil at the same time. I am referring to social media, in particular Facebook and Twitter. I signed up for Facebook originally to keep track of my many relatives all over the country and find out how they are doing, sharing photos, videos, It is good to stay in touch with friends and family scattered geographically. Over time, I have highlighted news stories on my Facebook feed I judge are worth attention. I also use it to promote these podcasts and other podcast series, as well as my postings on LarryInFishers.com. So Facebook has a lot of upside. But let's look at the downside. Conspiracy theories get wide attention on Facebook. Anyone can post anything as long as there are no violations of Facebook policies and, of course, any interpretation of enforcing those policies. What's that up to? Facebook makes the final decision. Then there's Twitter. There's more of an immediate way to get information out to people following you using that platform. But again, it's very valuable in this way. But on the other hand, many untruths are spread through that Twitter platform. Those two platforms are not alone. For example, conspiracy theories and just plain falsehoods also spread widely on YouTube. And those videos are posted on a regular basis. That platform also has policies. And of course, YouTube is the final arbiter there. These platforms argued for many years they had no responsibility to police the content posted by their users. They once argued their operations were no more than a utility company, like water pumped into your home using pipes or electricity coming into your home through utility wires. A drumbeat of severe criticism has resulted in some content policing, but to be honest, it's not much. If you have any doubt that Russia used social media to spread lies and attempt manipulation of the last U.S. presidential election, just go back and read the Mueller report. It is documented chapter and verse there. And yes, I actually did read the entire Mueller report. The most recent example of bad behavior on social media sadly comes from the President of the United States. Joe Scarborough is co-host of Morning Joe on MSNBC and has been a harsh critic of the president. POTUS has been tweeting that an accidental death 19 years ago should be investigated again, insinuating then-Congressman Scarborough should be subjected to an investigation in relation to that death. The victim, a 28-year-old woman, Lori Klesutis. She worked in Scarborough's office located in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. 
She was found dead in the office in 2001. The medical examiner ruled that Mrs. Klesutis was unaware she had a heart ailment, collapsed from that condition, fell on a desk, injuring her head, resulting in her death. The autopsy report showed no indication of foul play. Yet, the conspiracy crowd, first from the left, then later from the right side of the political spectrum, began cooking up conspiracy theories that Scarborough was somehow connected to Mrs. Klesutis' death. Let me repeat, there is no, absolutely no, evidence of any foul play. The medical examiner in this case did get some get into some controversies later on, but nothing has been uncovered to indicate there is anything wrong with the autopsy he did on Mrs. Klesutis. Now, the president has been tweeting about this, insinuating Scarborough should be probed over this death of his staff member in 2001. Mrs. Klesutis' widower, Timothy J. Klesutis, wrote an open letter to Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, demanding that Twitter remove the presidential tweets about his deceased wife. So far, Twitter has expressed sorrow for the family, but has done nothing. The Klesutis family is once again grieving the death of a loved one because of false information peddled by the president on his Twitter account. It is time social media firms, most making gigantic profits from their enterprises, take responsibility for content. Joe Scarborough and the president are public figures and take the pain that goes with that status, but the Klesutis family never asked for this. Their privacy is violated and their pain has grown as a result of nonsense being spread on Twitter. Time for the tech world to step up and take responsibility for the consequences of their cash machines. A good first step would be taking down those awful Klesutis tweets. The whole world is watching and waiting. Our quotation tonight comes from the husband of the late... Laurie Klesutis, Timothy Klesutis, from his letter to Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. I have mourned my wife every day since her passing. I have tried to honor her memory and our marriage. There has been a constant barrage of falsehoods, half-truths, innuendo, and conspiracy theories since the day she died. I realize that may sound like an exaggeration. Unfortunately, it is the verifiable truth. Because of this, I have struggled to move forward in my life. That's the final log entry for tonight, Tuesday, May 26th, 2020. You've been listening to Larry's Log. My name is Larry Lannon. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Thank you.